twin where have you been nobody loves me quite like you nobody's gonna love me like you do can't even deny it i'm gonna try it this is not the words to the song body to body skin to skin that's all i got Welcome back to an episode of Unsalted, where I recap the week, excited about Usher, but mainly talk about white women whiting. Enjoy. I start off laughing because um, what I recorded before, um, I had to delete because (laughs) I started coughing, the microphone fell down, hot ass mess. All right, we're back. What a week it's been y'all what a week so um i want to start off by talking just basically about the audacity the caucasity is what i'm going to call it i have to dig back into my notes so i'm going to start off like small and then bring it to bigger picture okay so first things first super bowl weekend here we go usher is performing praise the Lord Jesus. Thank you. Like, this is what I needed because he's performing. That means he's going on tour. So if you've been listening since day one, I'm certain I've been talking about throughout the pandemic because that's when I started this stupid ass thing. All I wanted to do was see Usher in Vegas and eat at Nobu. That's all I wanted to do from, I don't know, I want to say May 2020 to present. That's what I've wanted to do. So now I get to go see Usher. I'm not going to eat at Nobu, but there's just this great like sushi restaurants in Toronto. So it's all good. I save money. I don't have to pay USD because I'm from Canada and the Canadian dollar sucks ass. So here we are. Fine. What has happened is just nonsense. So there's the whole Travis Kelsey Taylor effect. The only good thing that's come out of it now, I saw a great commercial where, um, fathers and daughters are watching football because the daughters are sitting down because their dad's watching football and they want to see Tay Tay. Cool. That's great. But people, it's just gotten out of control. So now because of that and the spotlights on white men, I feel like non-ethnic white men are walking into barbershops and asking for the Travis Kelsey. But what that actually is, is a fade. What is a fade? It's a haircut that the blacks have been doing for a very long time. Then some of the people who have textured hair, for example, Italian, Portuguese, Arab, Persians, they're just like, Supercuts doesn't know how to do our hair. So they hit up their black homie from school and say, hey, Trevor, hey, Brian, hey, Kevin, where do you get your haircut? And he's like, don't worry, I got you, my boy. And they started going to our barber's. Then what has happened is, is that some of those barbers have now taught other barbers, for example, Persian, Italian, Portuguese guys, Filipinos, how to cut hair and do the fade. So now like, I feel like this is a uniquely maybe Canadian thing, specifically Toronto, where you walk into a barbershop. So where I get my eyebrows threaded, I know I have non-existent eyebrows. If you knew me in real life, you'd be laughing at this comment. The place next door is a barbershop. At the barbershop, on the outside, it reminds me of what black barbershops used to look like back in the day. 
chairs, people kind of hanging out, loud music, that type of stuff. But inside this barber shop, I've seen a black barber, a guy that looks like he could be Persian-y, a Filipino guy, and it could be any race, a guy sitting in the chair. Fine. So now dudes are walking and asking for the Travis Kelsey when really it's a fate. So now that's been gentrified. Now, this haircut, the New York Times, the reason why it's gotten so much traction is the New York Times has done an article about, whoa, men want to get the Travis Kelsey and not talking about the gentrification of a haircut that has been black. What a thing to do in Black History Month. And what a thing not to recognize that the reason why Travis Kelsey knew about a fade was because he dated that black girl for like four years. I forget her name and that's very disrespectful because I actually should know her name so that she can get the justice that she deserves. His swag, his everything is from hanging out with that woman and spending time probably with her family. So that's number one. So already. So then... The caucasity continues, right? So I want to talk about this a couple of weeks ago, but I couldn't get around to it because other shit was popping off. More caucasity. So everybody's upset about the Barbie movie not getting nominations, okay? Like, oh my God, it didn't get the nominations. Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie. Oh my God, Ryan Reynolds got nominated. So everybody's showing their full fucking asshole with that because... America Ferreira was nominated for an award. So you all want to talk about the white people, the white women who didn't get their roses. And yes, they did deserve. I feel the movie was a very good movie. But in doing so and talking, about, I can't believe Ryan Reynolds got nominated. And that's great that he releases a statement, but he doesn't even recognize the fact that America Ferreira, a Latinx, actually, I watched a TV show and I have a new way of saying Latinx, <laughs> L.A. Tinks. <laughs> Thanks, Dave, for that. L.A. Tinks. She was nominated. So you all actually missed the point of the movie. So feminism is only okay when it pertains to white people. White women specifically. White liberal-minded women. That's why I go back to the 20... To not even 20. The 2016 election. I was going to say 2020. That's a mistake. When white women, liberal-minded white failed America. That's who fucked up that election. And I'm saying that with my whole fucking chest. That's what it is. And this is a perfect example of it, of that. They're pissed off that Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie didn't get their nomination for their beloved fucking Barbie. But they're negating the fact that a Latina woman was nominated for that movie. You want to talk about the patriarchy? Yes, talk about the patriarchy. Can't even speak properly. <laughs> talk about the patriarchy? Talk about your own fucking bullshit is what you need to talk about. That how off the backs of Latina women, brown women, black women, Asian women, you all have risen through the ranks. That's what has happened. And this, this nomination is a perfect example of that. I hope America Ferreira wins, wins that award and shows you all your fucking asses. I'm getting riled up. All right, here we go. On to the next, on to the next. Taylor Swift in the Grammys. Caucasity. So fine, she shows up there. What I find interesting is that she walks in late. Fine, walks in late and does a pull parade of it. Maybe they asked her to do that. Because what I do know is Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Blue Ivy show up. That didn't happen. Very interesting. Nonetheless, moving on. She wins album of the year. Okay, great. Wins album of the year. Who's presenting the award? They've been bigging up who's presenting the award, showing a blurred face, all this stuff. So you don't know who it is. You're trying to guess who it is. 
The person presenting the award is the one, the only, Celine Dion. Celine Dion, first of all, as a Canadian, is a national treasure. Like, a national treasure. I remember when she got married to Renee and watching it on TV, because it was live on TV. It was like when Princess Diana got married. That's what it was like for me in this house. So there's that. Then there is the fact that Black people, in specific Jamaicans, I'm not Jamaican, but I have a lot of Jamaican friends, so I can appreciate this. She is the queen of Jamaica. And you know who the king is? Kenny Rogers. I'm going to say that for another time. Nonetheless, Celine Marcia Stacia. No, don't call her Mar. No, I call her. I have to change her name. I call her Celine Monica Stacia Dion, the queen of Jamaica. So you have all these things going for her, right? She's a Canadian queen. She's a Caribbean queen, like Billy Ocean. Like she's got all the things singing icon she's giving out the award to you taylor for album of the year not song of the year album of the year and you proceed to ignore this woman you're hugging your friends and doing a high five and you just take the award and then you just start talking about lana del rey lana del who lana del what now i don't want to take away from lana del rey and her singing capabilities and her songwriting great fantastic but lana del rey is running because Celine Dion crawled on her knees on fucking glass. That's why. So the fact that you don't even acknowledge this woman on the stage, on top of the fact that she's sick. She has a pretty serious disease that's preventing her from singing and living a normal life. You can't be like, holy shit, I can't believe I got this reward from Celine Dion. Again, the caucasity. And that, that continues to show how liberal-minded white women are so problematic. She does that. She also, in one of her speeches, drops the fact that she's making a new album or she has a new album that she's going to be dropping soon. You don't need to do that, Taylor. Your fans are the definition of fanatical. They will stab a bitch to get a stream for you. Like, they will, don't worry about it. Like, it's fine. You don't actually didn't need to do that at the Grammys, but I, I guess, fine. That's your, that's your media rollout. Anyways, so I saw on TikTok, I know, not the best source, but also the best source, a woman talking about the fact that now Taylor is the one with, um, I think she has the most Grammys or something like that. Like, she's just breaking records. Like, the most, sorry, um, female with the most, with the, uh, most Grammys for best album of the year. She's beat everybody now. That's what's happened. And this person was talking about the fact that the reason why she's won, not to take away from the fact that she's a good songwriter, she's a good singer, but she's not great. How does someone like Taylor Swift have more awards than say someone like even Madonna or Celine Dion or Whitney Houston? The last time a black woman won that award was um, the Miseducational Lauren Hill, which was like 20 something years ago. And here we are. And this woman was saying that the reason why Taylor wins is because mediocrity wins all the time. And that we, so I'm taking it a step further, we black, brown people, people of color, women of color. You know when our moms told us, well specifically black moms tell their kids this and their black girls this. Don't bother with a white friend. You have to work twice as hard to get half of what she has. 
And Taylor Swift is an example of that. And with that, I am done. I'm so excited about the Super Bowl. I'm so excited about Usher. Um, That's it. Have a great week. Take care.